From the nation's capital to the Sunshine State. It's compelling. The high plains of Kansas and the northeast corner of the land of enchantment. It's Friday. The land of EWTN all across the Lone Star State. It's GRN Alive. Bringing you faith, fun, and facts. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Join us on the show. Call 877-757-9424. 877-757-9424. Good morning and welcome to GRN Alive here on Friday morning. And it is a great day to be alive. And uh, thanks for joining us today. we got a great show planned for you today. Some uh, wonderful guests I'll tell you about in just a second. And it is November 20th, 2020, the Friday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. Do you know tomorrow we celebrate the, officially it's the Memorial of the Presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And then Sunday, the Solemnity of Our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe, otherwise known as Christ the King. And uh, then we start Advent a week after that. And so we are rolling along through this glorious 2020, <laughs> normally not described that way, and uh, got a little smaller crew today. Uh, I'm Dave Palmer, the host of the Friday GRN Alive. And uh, Cecil Anderson is here with us. One of the few that came I in am. today. How are you I doing? Know. I'm doing pretty well, you know. Yeah, they had good excuses. Yeah. Uh, Alex is traveling they with did. his family. He's going to a pretty cool uh, destination. They're pretty, he's probably on his way right now, probably listening. Uh, so Alex and his family, I hope you have a great, great trip. Um, and then Dr. Malloy had some uh, work responsibilities. He's a professor at the University of Dallas, and I, I guess they have some tests, or he had to proctor something. It's finals week, so. I think, officially. I oh, think they just right? started. Yeah, because they have to be done before Thanksgiving. So I think they started yesterday or today. I think my brother told me that. Right. So Excuses, 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 right? excuses, <laughs> I know. Uh, and then, uh, just FYI, next week will be a, pre- a recorded show because it'll be the day after Thanksgiving. And then the next week will be uh, no show because we'll be doing the Christmas Sherathon and then uh, some other things that are on uh, the docket as far as GRN Live Friday plans. I'll tell you about it in just a second. Diane Xavier is here. Uh, she is behind the scenes and she is dutifully uh, setting up our Facebook, our Twitter, and our YouTube feeds. And so we invite you to please. Go on one of those. In fact, I'm looking at it now. We've got a number of people that are joining us there. Uh, the handle is at GRN uh, Online. If you want to join us on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, you can see what it looks like behind the scenes. And Diane puts up graphics of our guests and things like that. All right. Halfway through the show, Patrick Coffin, uh, who is the founder of Patrick Coffin Media and the host of the Patrick Coffin Show, is going to join us to talk about the Great Reset. Now, Cecil, when you hear the Great Reset, what does that bring to mind? What does that mean to you? Well, it's, you know, I don't think I really had heard of it until recently in the last few months. I think a couple of people have brought it up to me now. Um, I think of it as just some ideas that some world leaders have come up with that because of this pandemic, it's giving us this opportunity to fix things, to reset the way of living, which, you know, on some things they bring up, you're like, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we want to we want to help poverty. We want to, you know, there's like a lot of things. But then then you're like, I don't think we're thinking the same thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> in yeah. my mind, a great reset, we should be go- going back to Jesus. That's like the yeah, great reset, right, a right. reset of the culture. Yeah, we need to reset 100%. Exactly. But I think we're on different pages. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> I, I think that was a 
great summary. I don't even think we need to bring Patrick Coffin on I, to talk you know, about it. You know, Dave, sometimes I just... Because since Dr. Malloy and Alex aren't here, I figured I got to pull some more Right, <laughs> right. Because the great reset, you're so right, mm-hmm. is bringing back the world to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. We live, and I, I think, you know, people say this is a post-Christian age. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a good description of it. Indeed. And uh, just get back to the basics. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, looking forward to Patrick Coffin. I, I think Patrick will be very much in line with Cecil Anderson uh, in saying that... Yeah, there's a great reset, but do we trust those people who are talking about the great reset? And this isn't some conspiracy theory either. We'll have a, I'll, I'll play you some audio of at least one national leader talking about the great reset. It's something that's uh, been openly discussed. Also, uh, a quarter after the hour, we are going to be joined by a priest I, I just love, uh, Monsignor Charles Pope. You know, when I get stressed out, when I feel like the fear mongers are getting to me, I need to talk to Monsignor Charles Pope because he has been, uh, you know, beating this drum of do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. You know, this is a year where Monsignor Pope had a very serious case of uh, Mm COVID-19. He was hospitalized and, you know, you go to some of these websites and I must say Teresa Tamio really hit this well yesterday and she had in her opening monologue, about the fear, you know, that the media is trying to get us all whipped up into a frenzy and to be so terrified about everything. And they never, you know, follow that by saying, but our trust is in the Lord. You know, this, mm-hmm. we're not living for this world. We're not living, you know, right. for these 60, 70, 80 years, if we're lucky, uh, in, in, in this life where we're living beyond this. So quit being so afraid of everything. And so Monsignor Pope is going to say it a little bit more eloquently than I. All right. If you want to join us in the conversation, we love to hear from you. Please call us up, 877-757-9424, 877-757-9424. Whether you agree with us or our guests or if you have just a different perspective, I remember that great call. I'll never forget this, the call from Dan in Houston that mm. we got a couple of weeks ago at the very end of the show. And, wow, you know, he was saying there was like like an exorcism being yeah, released in I the like world and the, the, the evil is being exposed. And it was a great call. So sometimes you will bring a perspective to the show that we may not think about. And uh, so that, that's pretty awesome. A couple other things before we go to Monsignor Charles Pope. One week from Tuesday uh, is going to be the beginning of the 2020 Christmas Guadalupe Radio Network Sherathon with the theme of celebrating 20 years. That's so all right. Uh, last one. We've been doing this all year, every single Sherathon. Celebrating we 20 years. <laughs> yeah, next spring, we cannot be celebrating 20 years. And I don't think years, we, yeah, won't be celebrating 20 <laughs> 21 years. 21 years doesn't have as good of a ring. <laughs> yeah. So we do ask everybody if you appreciate the programming that you hear on this station that you're listening to. We have 39 stations now. Tyler's about to come on. The, I talked to our, our engineer, Kent Loney, uh, just about every day. And uh, that is in the works. And so we'll be. Soon we'll be turning on 1430 a.m. Uh, K-E-E-S. The K-E-E-S. Key, the, the keys uh, in uh, East Texas, uh, Tyler, Texas. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, but do do invite you to call in and donate and keep the Guadalupe Radio Network on the air. I do want to say, you know, there's obviously a lot of things to be concerned about. We're going to talk about some of those in the show today. The, the Great Reset and uh, some of the fear that people are pushing on us. But in the end, you know, our hope is in the Lord and I hope that when you tune into the Guadalupe Radio Network, it gives you peace. It gives you hope. I was driving in this morning and Father John Ricardo was on talking about redemptive suffering and, yeah, it just made me feel so good. And I was thinking, nowhere else on the radio dial are you going to hear this. Mm. You know, nowhere else. You're not going to hear this on the news talk stations about the, the, the Catholic Christian response 
uh, to what's going on in the world today. Uh, I also had a chance, uh, and Cecil, I don't think you were privy to these interviews. Uh, Diane was uh, doing these uh, earlier this week. I interviewed a couple of people, a guy named Bill Button. Mm. And this is an interview that we're going to play during the Sherathon. And Bill is just one of these guys. He's always got a smile on his face. He's a convert of the Catholic faith. He, he awesome. said, he, he, one of the things he said was, he said, I, I've been a, he says, I've been a Catholic for 11 years. But it seems like 11 minutes. <laughs> that, that's, that's his direct quote. Wow. And uh, he just, and this year, in, in addition to all the other things that all of us went through, the riots and George Floyd and coronavirus and the election, he lost his, do- his I'm sorry, he lost his sister. She died. Mm. He lost his job back in April. He still didn't have a job. He still didn't have a job. And he's just smiling ear to ear. He's so happy to be Catholic. He's so happy to be alive. And that's the spirit that we, you know, again, it doesn't mean we, you know, put a, you know, our head in the sand and pretend like there are no problems. Mm. I interviewed another lady, Dr. Um, uh, August, uh, um, Dr. Tina, um, and she's from Nigeria, and she talks about what's going on back in Nigeria mm. and the plight of Nigerians, where they literally, go, the, the Christians in Nigeria go to bed at night not knowing if somebody may raid their house and, you know, kill them or bring, you know, pull their kids out of their house. And it's a horrible, horrible uh, life, but she said Catholic Radio has been so important to us, not only letting people know about the situation in Nigeria, but just bringing hope exactly. in the time of difficulty. And it also puts everything in perspective, because it's not as bad here true. as it is in some, so some parts of the world. So, so and anyways, uh, hopefully when you tune in the station, uh, it, it, it puts a smile on your face, and, and despite all the, the, the crazy stuff that we're going through right now. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is there are some changes in programming. Uh, hopefully you had a chance to listen to the... Uh, Joe was calling it the dress rehearsal, uh, the, uh, the, the, the social media only debut, I guess you could say, of the Catholic drive time show, which was this past Tuesday on social media with Joe McLean and Emily Alcaraz and Adrian Fonseca. I was able to watch most of it. I thought it was great. Uh, I thought the production value was awesome. Uh, the guests were great, uh, Bree Dale, and they had a gentleman talking about the rosary, and uh, it, it was really good. And so that's going to debut for real on December 7th, 6 to 8 Central Time, across the network. And uh, that's going to be a real neat thing. Uh, also, Joe's already mentioned that uh, GRN Alive is coming to an end, not only on uh, Friday, on Mondays, but also Fridays. I think we're going to be doing this until the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some new shows in the making. I don't have all the details. Uh, I'm putting together a show that's based on the teachings of St. Thomas Aquinas and the Summa Theologia. Okay, it's like, you know, if you could teach anything, if you could talk about anything, what's your passion? What would you like to talk about? That's mine. <laughs> what, 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 Diane, you know, Cicely, you do a local show. I do. I do a local show for young adults called Young and Present. So yeah. we just talk about, honestly, I feel like we could talk about anything because we're young adults. So we're always going to be young and present. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't say we always are, but you know One what day I mean? you'll be like me. You One won't day. be young. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to come up with a new name when we get up there. Yeah, so I'm excited about some of the things that are happening. And just stay tuned because, uh, you know, uh, again, we just want to stay focused on the mission, focused on Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, everything needs to be just bringing people closer to Jesus Christ and his holy Catholic Church. And so, uh, uh, real quick, we have a, a phone guest who wants to say hi. Real oh, quick. okay. A friend. A friend. Huh? All right. Uh, let's, this, is All a, right. this is a mystery guest. All right, friend, on you the can air. speak friend. on the air. Uh, hi, thanks for calling General Live Friday. Uh, what, what's your, what do you want to say? Good morning, Dave. I'm here in Orlando, Florida, and I just wanted to say hi. <laughs> Alex! <laughs> I, had to, I had to call in. I couldn't miss the show at all. 
But I just wanted to call in real quick and say hi. Yeah, I, I didn't want to, you know, uh, reveal the location of your vacation. But now that you've outed it, you guys are in Orlando, yeah. spending some time out there. So, man, much deserved break and relaxation. Of course, this is Alex Trevino, for those of you who don't recognize his voice. Uh, and th- thanks for calling in. You guys having a good time so far? Yeah, yeah, we're getting our, our trip started today here in a couple hours. And, uh, you know, honestly, I, I, if I would have gotten that email a little earlier about Mr. Coffin being on our show, <laughs> I would have canceled this trip <laughs> and done anything to be there because I really like him. I'm a big fan, and I wish I could have asked him a couple questions, but, uh, you know, it's not going to work out that way. I wonder, I wonder what your wife thinks about you uh, being willing to <laughs> well, cancel the family trip just because of some guest <laughs> on the radio. Alex, you should be ashamed she of yourself. Is, she is. She is still sleeping. <laughs> yes, we, will, we will delete. Don't worry. Will delete the recording. Ah, uh, I see. You know, this one minute. This will work her magic. And uh-huh. just, you know, I, I take bribes FYI, for that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Good. All right. Yeah. Name, name, name hey. your favorite food. Name your favorite whatever. Sweet tea, please. Thank you. <laughs> hey. Perfect. Well. Well. Perfect. Well. Thanks for calling in. It's it's good to hear from you, and I hope you guys have a, a great time. And we ask everybody to just pray for. Alex and his family to have a, a good time. And uh, tell Mickey Mouse we said hello, okay? <laughs> we, we will for sure. And thank you, Dave, and everybody there for everything you do for, uh, for Catholic radio and for Catholic evangelization and just spreading the Word of God you know, to everybody who needs it. There's so many beautiful stories that come out of you know, people listening to radio and getting closer to God and getting closer to His church. And so I wanted to also say thank you for everything you've done for me, my family, and, uh, and for all the opportunities ahead. So thanks a lot. Amen. God bless you. Thank, thanks so much. God bless you all. Uh, all right, bye. Have all right. Uh, the mystery. Uh, the mystery, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, he was like, don't right. tell Dave who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll try. All right. Well, we got a couple of minutes. Uh, anything big in the news we need to talk about in two minutes or less, Sissel? <laughs> no pressure, right? All right, no pressure. Um, well, recently, uh, this last week, the archbishops from the UCCB, or the General Assembly of the USCCB um, discussed the um, potential upcoming um, President Joe Biden um, about the, the the issues that may pertain. And so um, Archbishop Gomez from the diocese, the Archdiocese of Los Angeles, um, he made a statement where they're anticipating the transition for a president who professes the Catholic faith, but presents certain opportunities, but also certain challenges. So he prays various things about Biden, but then he he did make note that he was against uh, that that Biden was a support of pro-abortion, which is um, against fundamental values that we hold dear as Catholics. Now, some people are a little bit upset about this because a few weeks ago, the USCCB did acknowledge um, Joe Biden as the upcoming president, um, even though there's still some things in the works on that. And so some people consider that hypocritical to have not mentioned it back then. Yeah. I, and I, I tend to think that uh, if there's a, a real grave danger of a particular presidency, uh, maybe this is something that should be highlighted more before the election, right. too. You know, right. something yeah. That, Absolutely. That, yeah, that also is another thing. And again, no no party, no no uh, candidate is perfect, but uh, if, if there is a really, really serious intrinsic evil, like uh, abortion that kills millions and millions of, uh, of innocent life, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think this is something that probably Probably ought to be Talked re- about. <laughs> really yeah. highlighted uh, before people go into the the booth and, and make their decisions. So, mm. anyways, but they did gather, so pray for them. And uh, I know there was a lot that came out of the the meetings this week, and that's been covered quite a bit on, on some of the other programs as well. Uh, Thanksgiving plans, Cecil? Yeah. So this is going to be the first time in a few years that my family is hosting 
Thanksgiving, just having my best friend's family over, really. Um, and so it'll be the first one that we've had at our house since my mom passed away. So it's going to be a little bit different. Um, but we're going to try to bring back a lot of the traditions that she liked to do, but at the same time, introducing some new ones. First time my sister and I are kind of in charge of the turkey, which is kind of terrifying. <laughs> so please pray for us. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was doing a lot of internet research on the turkey because, you know, there are so many elements to a Thanksgiving meal. I had never really helped with the turkey before. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, oh, how do you cook this? <laughs> That's why, yeah, the, 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 the cooks need to train the next generation exactly, and make sure exactly. they're in the kitchen watching, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife's very good about that. Our daughters enjoy uh, cooking and baking, and so I think she's been training them on, on about how to do those kind of things. All right, so uh, there, there's also news. Uh, so you may have seen about a lot of the restrictions that some yes. of the governors across yes. the, the, the country have been imposing. In New York, uh, Governor Cuomo says that uh, all gatherings must be capped at 10 people. And this falls in line with measures that have been put into place in other states, including Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. And um, then Governor of Minnesota, Tim Walls, is advising residents uh, across his state to stay home mm-hmm. this Thanksgiving and avoid contact with friends or members of your extended family to slow the spread of COVID-19. He said, quote, what's really hard about this is it's some of the places that are most important for us, mainly being your home. Uh, he said to invite a friend over or a brother-in-law to watch the Vikings play the Bears is one of the riskiest things we can do right now. It seems too easy and it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it would be a big risk. Okay, so the Minnesota Governor Tim Walls is advising people stay home. I don't know if he's ordering them, but I, I think mm-hmm. there probably some pretty big restrictions. And in California, they at present uh, 18 counties in California um are not uh, not allowing indoor religious services uh completely prohibited uh let's see there's also very strong restrictions in Oregon and Washington and of course uh governor Newsom uh in the governor of California apologized this week for his attendance at an event in mm-hmm. which uh he was there with i think over a dozen people representing several families yeah. and so he was kind of caught being a little bit hypocritical about uh, his own bit. his own measures mm-hmm. and so some people are taking some umbrage uh and some uh kind of raising a few eyebrows let's just say about that all right we got to take a break and we're going to talk about how do we respond to uh, a culture that really is trying to uh, uh tell us to be afraid all the time you know jesus said a lot of times in the gospel be not be not afraid we're going to uh, talk to monsignor charles pope uh, from the archdiocese of washington dc and see what he has to say uh, right after this on grn live Instead of fighting the crowds, isn't it so much easier to hop online and do your shopping in the comfort of your own home? Did you know that you can help the Guadalupe Radio Network when you shop online? All you need to do is shop on Amazon Smile and 0.5% of your purchase goes to the GRN. Just go to AmazonSmile.com and select La Promesa Foundation as your nonprofit of choice. La Promesa is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio. It's that simple to give a little extra help to the Guadalupe Radio Network. Having trouble with your car radio? No worries. The Guadalupe Radio Network has just released our new version of our app. With the app, you can get a crystal clear connection of your local station no matter where you are. You can also listen to podcasts of past shows and find more ways to connect with us. Getting the new app is easy. Just search the App Store on your phone for the Guadalupe Radio Network and either download it or if you already have it, 
choose the update option. Happy listening. All right, we're back. And uh, hopefully you are enjoying listening to the Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh, phone number 877-757-9424, 877-757-9424. In just a moment, we're going to be joined, uh, I hope, uh, with Monsignor Charles Pope. Uh, he is a priest in the Archdiocese of Washington, D.C., pastor of St. Cyprian Holy Comforter Parish. He's also a popular writer, blogger, radio host, guest, and speaker, and, uh, and just an all-around great guy. He um, blogs on his own website, uh, MonsignorPope.com, and he recently did a column uh, called a, a, a Survivor of a Once Dangerous World. And basically his point is, is that he survived a lot of things when he was a kid that today people would be terrified. And for some of these, for good reason. He says, I survived uh, breathing secondhand smoke, playing with toy guns, being spanked, being paddled in school, playing in asphalt playgrounds with metal monkey bars and swings not making the team, uh, uh, and he said not wearing a seatbelt, not wearing a bike helmet. And again, he's not saying that uh, he, he advises these things uh, to not be done, but he's basically saying that uh, this is a scary world and, uh, and that there are dangers. And uh, he's, he's, he's uh, saying we need to be moderate. He said, I'm not recommending that pregnant women drink or smoke. I'm not saying that children should stop wearing bike helmets or that seatbelts are unimportant. Uh, rather, I caution against prioritizing safety concerns to the degree that we become too fearful. Uh, life involves risks, and there is no such thing as complete safety. Okay, and uh, Monsignor Charles Pope is also uh, somebody who uh, uh, contracted COVID-19 uh, this year, was hospitalized, and had a very serious uh, case of it himself. And uh, so we are having a hard time getting uh, Monsignor Pope on the line. So, Monsignor, if you're listening on WMET 1160 AM, uh, give us a call, and we need to get you 877-757-9424. I just talked to him yesterday, and he said that he was going uh, to be available. I was so hoping to talk to him about this, because I think uh, what he has to say in his own calm, reassuring manner, and this is a guy that uh, has really had a tough year. In fact, he got very sick Mm. last fall and then got sick again this year and i think his whole message is we can't live lives dominated by fear okay so uh monsignor if you're listening 877-757-9424 and if you're listening uh dear listener give us a call and let us know what you think uh how are you approaching thanksgiving maybe you're saying yeah i need to stay home i got underlying health conditions i need to stay home or i think everybody should stay home or you think you know this is this is crazy i think we need to be with our family and take calculated risks uh, what is your thought on this? 877-757-9424. 877-757-9424. So, so I, I did a little search, and they sometimes say that uh, do not be afraid is mentioned 365 times in the Bible. Whoa, I did uh, not know I, that. I, I don't know that that's true, but oh. that's often you know what people say. There's a lot of do not be afraid, I think. <clears throat> I know it was something that Jesus said a lot. Uh, Matthew 17, 7, then Jesus came over and touched them. He said, get up, uh, do not be afraid. In Matthew 28, 5, uh, the angel said to the women, mm -hmm. do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus uh, who was crucified. And in Matthew 28, 10, uh, Jesus said, do not be afraid go tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Uh, Mark 6, 5, uh, for they all saw him and were terrified, but Jesus spoke up at once, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. 
Uh, that's also the way that uh, Pope St. John Paul II, back in 1978, began uh, his pontificate, is by, uh, I, I believe that these might have been the first words, you know, coraggio, to mm. be not afraid. And so mm. this is something that we really have to take to heart. And I, and I think that um, having an, an eternal perspective and saying, you know what, I'm able to take calculated risks, My, I'm not, you know, uh, this is not all we have. Um, and so, um, anyways, if you want to comment on that, 877-757-9424, 877-757-9424. So, Monsignor Pope went to voicemail. He did. I left him a message. Hopefully, he'll call us maybe in the next minute or so, but otherwise, <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll pretend we'll, we'll have to cover for him. <laughs> yeah, I do. <clears throat> we'll see if anybody wants to comment on that, 877-757-9424. Uh, in the meantime, I do want to also highlight uh, that in a, a few minutes, we're going to take a break and then... Uh, uh, Patrick Coffin from Patrick Coffin Media is going to join us. And he's talking about this, uh, th- this great reset. And it's something that he has blogged about. It's getting a lot of attention. A lot of people are talking about this. Uh, my wife actually brought in a, a quote uh, it, uh, to my attention from a blogger that she likes to follow. And the, the 18th century uh, Enlightenment writer, historian, and philosopher Voltaire uh, who was famous for his wit and also his criticism of Christianity, especially the Roman Catholic Church. And this is pretty dire, but he said, or wrote, I should say, when conditions are right, a rain will spread across the whole earth to wipe out all Christians and then establish a universal brotherhood without marriage, family, property, law, or God. Okay, that's Voltaire back in the late 18th century. Interesting how close it is to 1776 that he died. Uh, now, that's pretty drastic, but a lot of people are concerned about what this whole new world order, the Great Reset, uh, what the plans are. Uh, and just this past week, we have a quote, uh, a soundbite. Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, uh, was speaking on a Zoom call uh, for a United Nations get-together, and... He had this to say, which is interesting because I think a lot of world leaders are now, rather than, you know, focusing on their own country, are focusing more on the global, uh, you know, solutions. And so this is what uh, uh, um, Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, had to say in this call. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. All right, so there he is referring to the Great Reset having to do with the, uh, the, the, the pandemic, and so uh, Patrick will talk about uh, that as well. also find it interesting, another quote uh, from Trudeau, which I, I, I found interesting, the second quote from this same call, where he, um, he talks about uh, building back better. And I didn't realize, you know, that was the slogan for uh, Joe Biden's presidential uh, run. It also is a slogan that's used by the United Nations. And so, again, there seems to be uh, leaders across the world that are using similar slogans. So this is, uh, this is Trudeau. Building back better means getting support to the most vulnerable while maintaining our momentum on reaching the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development and the SDGs. All right, so there you have it. So uh, Patrick Coffin going to join us just uh, in a second here. We are going to uh, take a break, and uh, we're going to come back. This is GRN Alive, and Patrick Coffin is going to join us. Uh, 877-757-9424 is the phone number. And uh, I'm so sorry we weren't able to connect with uh, Monsignor Charles Pope, but in my conversation with him 
the other day, the, the thing he really wanted to emphasize was not putting, and these are, these are my words, not his, but putting all of our eggs in the, the temporal basket, not um, being so concerned about our earthly life that we forget the vision, uh, the, you know, the theological vir- virtue of hope, uh, the object of which is God and eternal life, and not forgetting that, not being imprudent, not being stupid, not taking uh, some precautions, but at the same time, not letting the fear mongers get us so terrified and so wrapped up in our earthly life that we forget about the eternal perspective that we have, that there is life beyond this, and that we need to have a measured response to some of the uh Uh, the challenges that we're facing in 2020. Okay, so we're going to take a break, and we thank you for listening. This is GRN Live Friday morning, and uh, you're listening to the Guadalupe Radio Network, and uh, we will be back right after this. We have got some good news. The new version of the Guadalupe Radio Network app is out now. The new version offers big improvements, with even more on the way. You'll be able to find and listen to your station no matter where you are, and switch between our English and Spanish stations with ease. Missed your favorite GRN show? You can find all past episodes as podcasts on the app. To download or update the app, search your app store for the Guadalupe Radio Network. Instead of fighting the crowds, isn't it so much easier to hop online and do your shopping in the comfort of your own home? Did you know that you can help the Guadalupe Radio Network when you shop online? All you need to do is shop on Amazon Smile and 0.5% of your purchase goes to the GRN. Just go to AmazonSmile.com and select La Promesa Foundation as your nonprofit of choice. La Promesa is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio. It's that simple to give a little extra help to the Guadalupe Radio Network. I've never heard y'all before. There is this lady with her big white SUV, and on the back of the windshield is this big cross with y'all's radio station underneath. Put it on y'all's radio station anyhow, and then it starts talking about the saints and how the saints give you signs, and they lead you into the right direction. I just appreciate you and God for putting that sign in my life and letting me know that it, it is Him, and it's okay. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Is the Lord calling you to be a missionary? Hi, Joe McLean here, and the Guadalupe Radio Network is calling for rosary missionaries to join with the GRN in praying for very special intentions. Would you be one of them? Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. Together, we can bring the power of prayer to bear on a dark world in need of the light of Christ. Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. All right, we're back. This is GRN Live Friday. Thanks for joining us on this uh, beautiful November 20th, the Friday before Thanksgiving, which is next Thursday, of course, 877-757-9424. Patrick Coffin joins us, uh, host of the Patrick Coffin Show and also founder of uh, Patrick Coffin Media. But let's real quickly, are we? can we go to this phone call, Cecil? Is it, are they ready? Uh, okay. Before we get Patrick, let me see. I think we've got a, a call that's coming in from Virginia. Is this, uh, well, let's, uh, let's go. I'll tell you what. Let's get Patrick on first. And then if the caller is pertinent to what we're talking about, then we will bring them on. And we uh, appreciate any other calls that come in as well. Patrick Coffin from Patrick Coffin Media and the host of the Patrick Coffin Show. Good morning, Patrick. How are you? Patrick, you there? Patrick is not yep. there. Yes, he's hey. there. Okay. All right. How you doing, Patrick? Good morning. Hey. This has been I'm, an interesting uh, hour so far. Okay. We're counting on you and turning everything around. Okay. 
<laughs> no pressure, Dave. We're good. <laughs> Let's tell her roll. Yeah, good. Good to talk with you. Thanks for being on with us. And uh, I, just a moment ago, I played a uh, a clip on the show from. Uh, somebody you're familiar with from your own, uh, you know, land of birth, uh, Justin Trudeau, uh, speaking mm-hmm. on a call to the United Nations, talking about the Great Reset. And I, that's going to be our main topic. And to me, it's a little bit boggling because there's so many players and there's so much going on. If you could, in, you know, simple terms, when we talk about the Great Reset, what does that mean? Very good question, Dave. If you had talked about the Great Reset, oh, I don't know, this time last year, people would have looked at you like uh, there's something wrong with you or you're adjusting your tinfoil hat. Uh, the Great Reset is a, it's a phrase that uh, is embedded in some other concepts, and it's all from the, the World Economic Forum founder and executive chairman, Klaus Schwab, a German. Uh, the Great Reset is part of an international, um, I'll call it a brain trust. It's difficult to, to assess exactly who they are, uh, but you don't have to, to think of secret societies, you know, pushing the, all the levers behind the scenes to realize that this great reset is tied to the COVID-19 pandemic. And this is something they don't hide anymore. If you read the October 22nd issue of Time magazine, Mr. Schwab writes an essay um, that's uh, looking forward to a book that's coming out this coming January called Stakeholder Capitalism. And the Great Reset is essentially grabbing the international crisis caused by the overblown, oligarchic, complete overreach known as the novel coronavirus, which then changed its name to uh, COVID-19. Um, I've, I'm reading his book now. I'm just about finished it. It's by Klaus Schwab and Thierry Malloray. It's called COVID-19, The Great Reset. Uh, they're laying out their plan to take action to reset the world economically, which means uh, moving from what he calls stakeholder capitalism to some new, nefarious, vaguely defined state of being that if you know anything about Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels, it's world communism. So the reset is to take advantage of the crisis of the, uh, the shattering economies around the world to have a different kind of oligarchic control, which is based not in individual nations, but is a, a kind of a dissolved globalism. So in a, in, a, in a nutshell, that's what the Great Reset is. And Justin Trudeau is lockstep. You know, there he is grinning on this uh, group call a few weeks ago. Um, organized by the United Nations. Uh, the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, has come out full tilt on behalf of what she calls the New World Order. It's all basically the saying the same thing, that uh, nations as sovereign uh, entities, political and cultural entities but that are separate from other ones, that's all being dissolved. And it's, I'm asking you not to believe me, but get his book. COVID-19, The Great Reset by Klaus Schwab. Mm-hmm. He that's, also, uh, that's a nutshell. So. Yeah, well, that, that's a great nutshell. Thank, thank you. And, and again, uh, Patrick Coffin joining us. Uh, you can find him online at patrickcoffin.media, host of The Patrick Coffin Show. And uh, there's a quote that I found from Schwab. He said, we have to live up to the expectations that we have created 
Uh, somebody else, I think it was Trudeau, said, we have a shrinking window of opportunity to reset our world. So it seems like they're kind of striking while the iron is hot. And the iron has been made hot by the circumstances of 2020. For, uh, uh, But this is not something that was dreamed up in 2019 or 2018. This is something that has been on the table for quite some time, right, Patrick? Uh, that's when it gets more shadowy, determining how how early this was determined. If you watch Mickey Willis's documentary series, Plandemic, the second one is called Indoctrination, uh, he shows footage of dress rehearsal meetings in October 2020. Um, excuse me, October 2019. Uh, the last few seconds of Plandemic is a guy by the name of Dr. Anthony Fauci talking at uh, Georgetown University about the coming pandemic within a quote, a couple of years. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates have made the same sort of predictions with, which has come, which have come eerily true. Um, uh, we just hosted a summit called truth over fear on masking COVID-19. If folks want to, you can still pick up uh, all, all the information from 25 speakers, most of them MDs, researchers, journalists, and attorneys at RestoreTheCulture.com. If you want to find out more, more specific, but uh, this is not a crisis they're going to let go to waste. Uh, we're now, as you and I speak today, Dave, um, across the United States and various states and in other countries, including Canada, there's this new wave which was predicted. Uh, well, viruses are viruses. They're, you know, this is a single-strand RNA virus. They typically don't move in waves. And yet, to take one example, here in California, Governor Gavin Newsom, nicknamed Governor Newsom's out here, has uh, locked down the state again uh, to match his predictions from a month ago that families of more than three different uh, family groups will not meet for Thanksgiving or Christmas. You will wash your hands. You will squirt. You will uh, wear the mask, preferably outdoors. No one's going along with this, Dave. Okay, so people have seen that the naked emperor is, is without clothes. Uh, our Orange County Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Barnes, said that they're not, they're not going to enforce this, that families should get together, that um, the, we've been lied to on a massive scale about the, the lethality of COVID-19, its recovery, its prevention. And so with people, especially children, Dave, think of the effect of young children from, say, two to five, growing up for the first time in a world surrounded by frightened adults wearing masks, mm -hmm. masks that are proven to be not efficacious. A uh, Danish study just dropped yesterday showing that the masks have had no effect whatsoever on so-called spikes of COVID-19. So we have to get back to normal, not the new normal of the reset, but the normal of the United States based on the Constitution as a separate political nation. And every other country, uh, that's, the new, that's the normal they need to get back to. The, the normal without oligarchic international control and without the whiff of communism. Uh, can I quote from the book, Dave, very briefly? Oh, sure, sure. I just, well, let me, while, while you're here. looking for that quote, let me get out yeah. the phone number. Uh, you know, if, if you agree or disagree with Patrick, if you think this is nonsense, maybe you have something to add, we'd love to hear from you. 877-757-9424. 877-757-9424. As Patrick said, you know, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is uh, things that the, they're, they're openly talking about. If you do any search on, on YouTube or, you know, you see what the, 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 the plans are. Uh, and, uh, you know, to, to what degree can we go along with this? And to what degree do we need to push back? And, of uh, course, prayer and uh, fasting and, uh, you know, what, what we can do from a spiritual sense is very important as well. 877-757-9424. All right, Patrick, go ahead. 
Yes, sir. This is from the introduction of COVID-19, The Great Reset by Klaus Schwab. Default lines of the world, most notably social divides, lack of fairness, absence of cooperation, failure of global governance and leadership, now lie exposed as never before, and people feel the time for reinvention has come. Some analysts call it a major bifurcation. Others refer to a deep crisis of, quote, biblical proportions. But the essence remains the same. The world as we know it in the early months of 2020 is no more. Dissolved in the context of the pandemic. Radical changes of such consequence are coming that some pundits have referred to as uh, before coronavirus BC and after coronavirus AC era. So he's painting these great international uh new ways of describing the world uh, in a way that suggests that he knows they were coming, that this is all part of something planned. Here's a book that came out in July, uh, only three or four months after the, uh, the lockdown began. He's got another tome coming out, as I mentioned, called Stakeholder Capitalism. So unless Mr. Schwab is really, really good at time management, uh, this was foreknown. This is part of a World Economic Forum international. Uh, this is why... I was going to say international effort. And this is why so many countries really within days uh, made the same draconian economic shutdown measures with a couple of exceptions. And this is something that we went into in our summit at RestoreTheCulture.com. No one can answer the question, what about Sweden? How do you account for the fact that Sweden did not have a school lockdown, for instance? No one in Sweden ever wore masks. Masks are to this day virtually unheard of in Sweden. And out of a country of 10 million, the case mortality rate for COVID-19 was zero. So that's a pretty good track record. So they treated COVID-19 like a serious flu. In every previous pandemic in human history, Dave, we have, uh, we've isolated and quarantined the vulnerable and the sick. That We've been doing that our whole lives. No, I won't fly today. I think I have a flu. Oh, don't hug me. I've got a bad cold. Or Johnny's not going to go to school today. He is, he's sick. We naturally do this. We cluster together because people are, are able to determine um, what's, what is a safe social distance? How can I isolate myself? But this is the first pandemic when all of humanity is quarantined. Yeah. And that's the crazy part. And that is and, the weird part is uh, that it's, it's a worldwide yeah. thing and everybody seems to be in lockstep. You said there's a lot of resistance and a lot of people not following the rules in California. I, I don't necessarily see that in Texas. I, I mean, Texas is uh, much more uh, relaxed, I guess, if you can say that word. But I see a lot of compliance. Mm-hmm. I see people, uh, you know, wearing the masks and, uh, you know, almost 100 percent. And uh, let me ask you this. Um, yeah. the, the role of, of Donald Trump in all this. Uh, Trump went to Davos uh, for their meeting in this uh, January of this year, and he and and he spoke of the majesty of God's creation, uh, a rejection of the prophets of doom, uh, and the uh, rejection of alarmists, those only interested in absolute power, radical socialists. It didn't quite <laughs> uh, fit the agenda yeah. of what they were talking about. Uh, Jeffrey Sachs was quoted as saying, and you can explain who he is, uh, he says, it will be a dangerous world if Trump wins re-election. Uh, Soros, George Soros said, quote, Trump is a danger to the world that will disappear in 2020. Uh, he seems to be the guy kind of standing in the way of much of this, which may explain uh, much of the uh, drama that's still going on with the 2020 election. T- tell us about that. 
Well, I'm a Canadian, Dave. Um, I'm living in this great country since 1994, so I don't have a political uh, dog in the race, so to speak. Uh, I believe Donald Trump is the inelegant crowbar that both parties have needed for a long, long time. When he went to Davos and his attitude toward all of this globalism, he seems to be the classic stick in the mud. He's not going to go along with this. He is a patriotic, nationalist, cultural uh uh, leader of the United States of America who's encouraging other countries to stand up and be who they are and not let oligarchs from Belgium or any other place, Germany, Russia, China, run your individual sovereign nations. Uh, Jeffrey Sachs is totally opposed to all this, as is just, uh, as George Soros is. Sachs is the director of the Center for Sustainable Development at Columbia University. He's a longtime zero-population growth guy. Um, he writes books with titles like The End of Poverty, Commonwealth economics for a, for a crowded planet. Uh, actually, Dr. Sachs, uh, the crowd, the planet is not crowded. Um, we can easily uh, accommodate billions more people. You can prove this by getting in an airplane in any major populous city, whether it's New Delhi or Tokyo or Mexico or New York. Get off, you know, land. Excuse me. Take take off in that plane, and then about ten minutes later, look out your window. You're going to see arable green land, rolling hills as far as the eye can see. So. The population myth uh, is a complete, um, over the overpopulation bomb is a complete myth, I should say. It was invented in, in the 60s by a guy called Paul Ehrlich. So um, Jeffrey Sachs, George Soros, the Democrat Party, Joe Biden, the mainstream media, whether it's print or the ABC TV uh, cable channels, are all in lockstep. They're all massively supporting this great reset. The same people who are telling you that uh, if, you, unless, if you don't wear a mask, you're a grandma killer. So yeah. this, is a, this is a cabal of fellow travelers that are anti-nationalist, anti-patriotic, pro-globalism, pro-internationalism, as though people in their own countries, based on their own founding documents, are not able to run their, their own countries properly. And when everyone's scrambling, and as you say, Texas is kind of a surprising um, anomaly. You think... Texas with the spirit of don't tread on me, there'd be a lot less compliance, but that's the troubling part. And if you stand up and speak out, you are tagged on social media as a conspiracy theorist, as someone who's not trustworthy, as someone who needs to be ritually shamed and put into a kind of a social quarantine. Um, but I think if you, if you have eyes to see, you can, you can kind of see through this as a, as an oligarchic overreach. And as a Catholic, I find it disturbing that in uh, Pope Francis' latest encyclical, Fratelli Tutti, um, he is supporting all of this. Um, in fact, I'm not asking you to believe me. If you go to the World Economic Forum website, they have words, peons of praise for Pope Francis' uh, encyclical because it's, uh, it's by definition, um, that weaponized ambiguity that they're looking for in a pope. There's no call for uh, national sovereignty. There's no call for, for individual um, relationship with Christ in union with the whole church. It's all very globalist, very, I would say, has the, the whiff of uh, Masonic ideals of fraternity without Jesus Christ, fraternity without God as Father. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Coffin joining us here on GRN Live Friday, uh, 877-757-9424, 877-757-9424. And uh, much of this may be alarming, and you're thinking, oh my goodness, uh, what are we going to do? And we're going to close out with some, uh, in here in a few minutes, with, you know, words of hope, and how can we combat this spiritually and uh, as Catholics. But, uh, 
Patrick, you know, you mentioned about Pope Francis. You know, we know that uh, in the office of the papacy, um, they are infallible when teaching authoritatively on, on faith and morals. Uh, but you know they they can they can error in 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 some areas as well. We know that as Catholics, uh, traditionally the teachings of the Catholic Church. If we looked at the two thousand year history of the the majesty of of, the, of our Holy Roman Catholic Church, how how would how, what would the Church you know say about this, or what what what, what have the, the the previous Holy Fathers said, or or what what would be the response? Well. It's- it's frankly unimaginable that a John Paul II or a Pius XII or even uh, Benedict XVI would make a point of of publicly going along with uh, globalism. Uh, John Paul II was a Polish patriot. Uh, Benedict XVI, a great lover of German culture, music, uh, and so on, a hater of Nazism, and so on. But these popes understood that individual countries function as autonomous, sovereign nations. The goal here with the, the Great Reset is to, to dissolve international, to, excuse me, to dissolve national borders. If you, have, if you don't have borders, then it's pretty hard to uh, distinguish one country from the next, which is kind of the point. This is why, why Schwab and his fellow travelers use the word dissolve when, when talking about uh, nation states. Uh, this Great Reset is what Schwab also calls the fourth international, excuse me, the fourth industrial revolution, which is a long-winded way of saying the literal fusion of technologies with the human person. Yeah. He calls it uh, blurring the lines between the physical, digital, and biological spheres. The key word there is fusion. So the fourth industrial revolution, guided by this great reset, is the dream of transhumanism. I'm not saying this, they're saying this. Yeah. Um, so transhumanism, the, the melding of computers with human beings, is part of this uh, t- terminus. Pope Francis in uh, Fratelli Tutti spends four, over 42,000 words, mentions our Lord only about 30 times, which is in the context of two uh, parables that he cites. So it's troubling. You know, um, Jesus Christ gave us the office of the papacy to protect the, the uh, the truth of the deposit of faith. That doesn't mean that individual popes are going to be man- magnificent teachers of that deposit of faith. Yeah. Uh, Catholics in 2020, and I know this as a, an apologist for years, we almost delight in talking about our scoundrel popes because they prove, and we've only had a small handful out of 266, uh, they prove the divine foundation of the Church because it, it has to have God behind it if it was purely a human operation, it would have folded about two weeks yeah. after the resurrection. <laughs> That's so true. But, hey, Patrick, let me let me uh, go to some callers, because we have some people calling in. Sure. really appreciate your insight. Patrick Hoffman joining us here. You can find him online, patrickhoffman.media, and we're also going to talk about RestoreTheCulture.com here before the, the close of the show. Uh, we have Jerry in Dallas calling in. Jerry, good morning. Uh, what's, what's your question or comment for Patrick? Good morning, Dave, and thank you, Patrick. You know, I uh, absolutely appreciate what you're saying, agree with most of what you're saying. What's, and let me ask this question. You know, so I understand why some Catholics might be confused about, you know, these environmental aims and think that those are all, uh, you know, laudable and so on and so forth. And, you know, why not uh, have income equality and whatnot? But why are we so confused about why can we not recognize, for instance, communist China, one of the most belligerent, repressive, totalitarian, fascist, uh, uh, societies ever created, right? And and why are we as a church not recognizing that when we cede control to this fascist, totalitarian, 
organization that we that that they should not have authority over the way the church runs and and why do we not recognize that this is a global disaster in the making and no matter what we think about all these wonderful liberal aims what about not actually accepting dictators and ruthless repressive dictators uh, why are we allowing why are we not recognizing what they represent why are we allowing them to choose our popes our, our all right for? yeah good question jerry patrick well, China is one of the key players in the in the Great Reset. Um, it's it's the Wuhan virus. It's the China virus, or the, I call it the CCP virus. Uh, am I being uh, racist, anti-Asian? Of course not. I'm saying that because it came from there. That's its origin. The Communist Chinese Party is is an evil empire. They deliberately knew that that people were getting on airplanes from Wuhan all over the world. That's how it spread first to Italy. There's a corridor of workers from from Wuhan to northern Italy. Um, so they have blood on their hands, and it's it's very difficult to take as a Catholic to witness the secret deal that Pope Francis, through Cardinal Parolin, helped by Archbishop then Cardinal Uncle Ted McCarrick, create this alliance between the Holy See and China. Uh, I don't have a good answer for it. It's uh, something that's going to have to be worked out over time. Why does the deal have to be secret? Is it imaginable that John Paul II would deal with the Soviet Union the way Pope Francis has dealt with China? absolutely unimaginable. So I, I agree with you. I think your concerns Thank are well-founded. Jerry, thanks for the call. Thank Appreciate you. it very much. Let's go to Bob in Maryland, uh, calling in with a comment for Patrick Coffin as well. Bob, good morning. Good morning. Um, and uh, Patrick, so good to hear you again. I, I miss you uh, moderating uh, Catholic Answers. You were oh, always with thanks, me Bob. And entertaining. <laughs> Thank but, you, Bob. Yeah, it's good to hear from you, sir. I, I could not agree with you more on all this thing. And I think, you know, if you go to the Catholic social teaching about subsidiarity, it's directly opposed to what's happening here. I mean, you know, subsidiary says local communities should govern themselves, nations should govern themselves. How I, I just wish the church would be more staunch in defending its own social doctrines in, in the context of this thing. It's just a travesty. Yeah, preach it, Bob. That's right. Uh, the Catholic Church is not laissez-faire capitalism. The church is not about uh, the uh, untethered, completely amoral pursuit of profit for its own sake. On the other hand, we are staunchly opposed to any form of socialism. No Catholic can be a socialist. And if you try to baptize it by having the word democratic in front of the word socialism, it's still not going to work. It's the same thing. It's taking people, uh, their resources, their, uh, their income, their property, and forcibly giving it to someone else. You can call it, you know, Robin Hood if you want, but it's the still same evil uh, forced redistribution of wealth. And uh, I hope that this crisis is going to draw people back to the early popes, starting with, with Pope Leo XIII, to understand what Catholic teaching is on, uh, on the economy, because it is not a soft form of communism by any stretch. Yeah, Bob, thanks for the call. really appreciate you listening there in the nation's capital. Uh, Patrick, we're down to just our last few minutes, and I want to do accomplish a few things. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for being on. This has been really great information. I appreciate your insight. It's good. Like, like Bob said, it's good to hear your voice uh, again on Catholic Radio. <laughs> uh, I, I want you to, to be able to, to mention RestoreTheCulture.com, and also, um, as I mentioned, give some advice spiritually. I know my family and I are, are taking our, our, our daily rosary much more seriously the last few months and this is something that we we got to pray we got to fast we got to uh lift up you know some spiritual warfare here what's your advice to our listeners to combat this and also uh, you can mention any websites or anything that you think people should visit 
Sure. Well, the first thing to do is use your brain and do your own reading. And when you're, if you're going to turn the TV on, um, ponder whether you should kill your TV. My wife and I killed our TV about 10 years ago. <laughs> Was a baseball bat involved in that or, or what? <laughs> uh, l- let's just, let's just say the official story is no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the, the mainstream media, they're all on the same team. They are, their job is not to inform you. It's to manipulate you. Uh, I would say get the book COVID-19, the great reset, read what our enemies are saying. These are the people plotting our futures. Uh, learn about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Learn about the Gavi Vaccine Alliance. Learn about the, the, the people who used a minor named Greta Thunberg to advance a globalist agenda. Uh, find out more about the history of Anthony Fauci and what happened under him during the AIDS crisis. How many thousands of homosexuals were killed because uh, of, his, of his bad advice? Um, why is it that, that Jack ZZ Top Dorsey and Big Tech are all selling the same thing? Cui bono for whose benefit? That's what you have to, you know, that's what you have to get under your belt. If you want to learn more, we had a fantastic summit here a couple of weeks ago called um, Truth Over Fear. If folks want to pick up a premium pass, you can hear talks from 25 doctors from uh, Canada, Ireland, uh, Dr. Dolores Cahill. Um, you want to learn about the Sweden situation, um, the, the effects of the curative and preventative effects of hydroxychloroquine, the world's first politicized drug. Um, that RestoreTheCulture.com would be a good place to start. Um, I'm on this a lot on my podcast. Uh, at You can find that at PatrickCoffin.media. And uh, let me quote with a, a quote my, my friend and mentor, Peter Crave, Dave. And you know how these time uh, restraints this, go, so when you hear the music, you know the routine, Patrick. So go yeah, go ahead. I got you. I get you. I'll, I'll leap off the stage <laughs> in, a, in an aeroplane <laughs> flourish. Peter Crave said, uh, when, when a, a maniac is at the door, feuding brothers reconcile. There are many Protestant brothers and sisters who see what's going on, and they're, they're aching for, for an alliance, an allegiance to band together, to share ideas and resources, to point each other out, uh, to point, each, point to each other media sources that are trustworthy. So think about your separated brethren in your life who, uh, who love Jesus Christ, who love sacred scripture, who want the United States of America to get back to the founding vision of an autonomous country that is language and borders and culture. Patrick, and gotta leave, got to leave it at that. Th- th- thanks so much. Yep. Uh, PatrickCoffin.media. Really appreciate it, Patrick. Great speaking with you. God bless you. The after show will be after this, and uh, we are so thankful for Patrick and his contribution this morning. God bless you. Have a great weekend and Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you for listening to GRN Alive. From the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network. For more faith, fun, and facts, join our email list. Just text the letters GRN to the number 42828. That's GRN to the number 42828. And may your Friday be filled with the joy of the Lord. Blessed be God, blessed be His holy name, blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man, blessed be the name of Jesus, blessed be His most sacred heart, blessed be His most precious blood. 
Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary most holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.